With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Here it is, another episode of the Infinite Banter Podcast. That's my uh, Chuck D impression, by the way. <laughs> this is Mark Jelf, a.k.a. DJ Soundwave. Really hyped for this one right here. Got my man Shadi from Florida. Talk about his new EP with Tev95, Moskvich Part 1 of 3. Two more coming out, but Part 1 is out right now. And we're going to play a couple songs from that EP and talk to the man himself about the EP and everything he's doing. Talk about comic books, things like that. So Shadi will be on the episode today. Got a lot more as well. But before we do that, let's see the words of our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by DB. DB is a Scandinavian brand that makes backpacks and bags to help people on the move stay ready for anything from the streets to the peaks. DB's gears travel tested by some of the world's best athletes, adventurers, and creators. Over the past decade, DB has designed and developed, released, and refined the best bags in the market. With DB's patented hookup system, you are able to attach smaller products to your backpack, roller, or tote. And, you know, especially now the traveling starting to come back. You can't put everything in an overhead. You got to have some DB equipment with you to make sure you get everything to where you're going and back. We are teaming up with DB to exclusively offer our listeners 10% off your next purchase by using the code POD10 or going to the link in our show notes. DB, it's time to move on. Time to get going. This is, once again, the Infinite Banter Podcast. Welcome to the show. Appreciate everybody who's been listening. My name is Mark Jolliffe, also known as DJ Soundwave. I appreciate everybody who's been checking out the show and spreading the love and telling people about it. Big up to my last guest, Jehovah Nisi. His new album, Hovito, is out now. Make sure you go check that out. And he's got a lot more coming. So definitely check out his new album, Some Bangers on there. And if you have not heard that episode, go back and check it out. Definitely been posting about it and such. And a lot of fun stories in there. Hey, man, he had to tell me about how he met Shakira. And I was definitely looking forward to that. I don't know anybody that's matter. So salute to Jehovah Nisi, no doubt. Today's show, we got another hip-hop artist in the building. My man Shadi from Florida. Talk about his new EP, Moskvich Part 1 of 3 with producer Tev95. Straight banger. I mean, really like laid back kind of Steez, really like it. You're going to hear some songs here in the podcast as well as hear from the man himself coming up. On today's show, there's a couple things. One thing I had promoted a couple times is that I want to put myself through some more infinite torture, and I did it. I finally got around to watching the the only Indiana Jones movie I've never seen. King Kong, Crystal Skull Island, what is this thing called? The Invasion Scrolls, Scroll Inva- uh, Skull, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, I believe it's called. <laughs> 
<laughs> this movie. I've avoided it since it came out. Never had any intention of watching it. But because I'm putting myself through this on uh, every few episodes, I'm going to go ahead and do it. I did it with the Macho Man album a few episodes back. So I did it here again to myself. And uh, stay tuned. I'll tell you what I think of it. Spoiler. It's not that good. <laughs> All right. And uh, as I'm recording this, um, unfortunately for me being a Cubs fan, it's been a brutal couple of days. The trade deadline came and went and, you know, they made some moves. So what I'm going to talk about later on in the episode is I'm going to compare the Cubs, my favorite team, to what they're doing to the Walking Dead. And it's not the comparison you would think it is. It's something totally different. I'll elaborate later on in the episode. So stay tuned for that. So let's go ahead. And let's talk to Shadi, play a couple songs from his new EP with Tev95, Moskvich Part 1 of 3. Make sure you check out the show on all digital platforms spotify itunes Castbox, pandora good pods all that go on pod chaser and on apple podcasts as well as rate and review the show on those sites i really appreciate anybody that does that salute to you if you do that check out the show on all social platforms instagram twitter facebook at infinite banter podcast and you can also go on youtube there's clips from past guests that have been on here just type in infinite banter in the search and you will find this show all right let's get to it my man shoddy's in the building we're talking about comic books talk about his new ep and a whole lot more but before we do anything you know how this show goes it's not official into the one and only the man himself the king from queens dmc speaks these words you're about to hear yo yo what's up this is me dmc the k-i-n-g the greatest mc in history and right now you're listening to infinite banter because we will banter on forever because this is the only place for all of y'all to ever be i be infinite banter Let's get right to it. Let's play a song from that new EP from Shoddy and Tev95. The EP is called Moskvich Part 1 of 3, but let's play a track off of there. This is called Clock Tower. If you're a Back to the Future fan, you will definitely appreciate some of the samples in here. But here we go. Clock Tower from the new EP from Shoddy and Tev95 off their new album, Moskvich Part 1 of 3. And on the other side of this, we'll talk to the man himself, Shoddy, on the Infinite Banter Podcast. But here we go. Clock Tower, Shoddy, Tev95. Let's get it. This book will tell me the outcome of every sporting event till the end of the century. All I have to do is bet on the winner, and I'll never lose. Someday a crazy, wild-eyed scientist or kid may show up asking about that book. And if that ever happens... Maybe I ain't mature enough to make a classic. And the bag ain't secure enough for me to be pulling up in the latest fashion. But I don't like how this story ends, so I'm in a DeLorean trying to gain some traction. Hello, future. But Doc Brown said, not now. We gotta focus on saving the clock tower. And Biff Tannen in the White House. So Hill Valley getting wiped out. The pale horse coming. So when they blare those trumpets, you better find a railroad and bail north running. I talk fly, but I don't carry no luggage and no regret. I quit rap cause I don't love it and no one wept. Now I'm rapping at 40 and shit, thinking I'm Jay. I told my girl, she was like, is you feeling okay? What, you feel it's okay to chase some rap dreams? Why these black queens out here dying? You appropriating culture, motivating vultures to infiltrate. Shit, and all that I could do was listen. Cause even though I'm not what she's trying to insinuate, she got a right to generate her own opinion. And to me it ain't black and white. The whole world's a shade of gray. The only sure thing is death and Jordan's fadeaway. So if this the last dance, then let me hold you close. And I can't promise a ring, but believe I know the ropes, baby. I'm telling you, man, it's like, sometimes I feel like, mm. maybe I ain't mature enough to be committed, 
seven years deep and it's like I wasn't even in it Told the new one that it's gonna be a minute There's been a few now, she waiting but her patience ain't gonna be infinite And I'm just trying to keep from sinning But when it's getting thrown at you, they don't ask you And now you got a devil on your shoulder saying, bro, that's you And the angel ain't said a word, like fuck it, let him burn It ain't a loss, it's a lesson learned, yeah It ain't a cost, it's a credit earned, swerve I'm in a Benz with the black interior That matched the black in my soul, now that's emo shit too many people moving off of emotion, Nemo shit. You just ride in this emotion. I'm in a deep ocean where you can swim or drown. It's too much bass in your sound, homie. Simmer down and get a blunt roll, homie. And be humble, homie. It's MMA gyms everywhere. Half these bitches could rumble, homie. You gotta know how to shut up and listen. Or get shut off and missing and cut off from all existence. Yeah, you gotta know how to shut up and listen. Or get cut off and missing and shut off from. Yo, yo, you now chitter-chattering, infinite banter with your boy Jehovah Nisi, you heard? Shout out to DJ Soundwave, we here. You're tuned into Infinite Banter Podcast. I am DJ Soundwave, and right now I'm just really pleased to be joined by... He's got a new EP out with Tev95. It's called Moscovich Part 1 of 3, and we got to talk to him right now about this EP. Some bangers on here. The one and only Shoddy is in the building. What's up, Shoddy? What's good? What's good, brother? I appreciate you having me on, man. Man, no doubt, man. This, uh, this EP is something else. Uh, for those who aren't familiar with you, talk about you know your roots. You know, I know you're from Florida. You know what, what it's like down in Florida and how you got started in the rap game. Uh, well, I mean, it depends how far back you want to go but really started, <laughs> as far uh, back as you want man <laughs> yeah. well i mean i got started with rap really when i first heard i think my like the first time i even heard a rap song was like a will smith song to be completely honest and, oh wow and that's, it was the the parents just don't understand but oh, i got Prince. you and it, it wasn't was like will lenny the, the, i'm good all right i was worried for a second there no 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 no, no. it wasn't <laughs> wild wild west or right right <laughs> But uh, uh, no, but it was something about like the storytelling aspect of it. And, and, you know, obviously I was a kid at the time. So it was like I just thought it was so relatable that immediately I was like, damn, this is something I think I could do, you know. So like technically, that's really when I got started, you know, when the, that's when the seed was planted. Growing up in, in Miami, because I grew up listening to like at first kind of like the, the, the real New York East Coast rap. And that's what I was more influenced by, you know, but um Growing up in Miami, there's a lot of the Southern uh, influence and, and you know, a lot of the people that I that I rap with, that's kind of like the rap style. So I was like exposed to a lot of different styles of hip hop and just styles of just making music in general uh, since since I first got in the studio. So it's kind of like, I guess what what makes me sound like me, you know, it's not really uh, that regional. It's not, you know, you. I think when you hear my shit, it's not like the typical what you would think a Miami rapper would sound like typically. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I'm in Chicago. So in a way, it's kind of similar to where, like, we didn't really have, like, a, a ground when the, when the whole thing started. We weren't really on the map. So eventually we would kind of grow on our own and get our own voice and our own sound. And singles for Florida. And, of course, I'm sure a lot of heads think of Luke and, you know, stuff like that. And, you know, I, you mentioned Will Smith. He has that Miami joint. But, yeah, for the most yeah. part, yeah. And I've had uh, King Mighty on here. And uh, I know they're from Florida. So salute to them. But yeah, salute to the Florida game and uh, getting 
getting your start. And, you know, Will Smith, I mean, Fresh Prince, you know, a lot of people kind of joke about him. But, you know, back in the day, like he was coming up with some real storytelling, like some Slick Rick type stuff where parents just don't understand. And one of those days and girls in yeah. trouble. So, yeah, there's a lot yeah, of that yeah. in there. Yeah, man. It's not it's not who you would like. You know, obviously, most people cite like the like the legends rock him and and. And, and Big Daddy Kane and, right. shit. and and obviously like I came up listening to that too but like if I'm if I'm keeping it a hundred it was it was Fresh Prince that, <laughs> that yeah, got man. me into hip hop. He thought he could yeah. beat Mike Tyson. He wrote a whole song about it and you at the time me? it was like, like you, gotta, Damn. you gotta love that. Yeah, you gotta love that. <laughs> probably still probably thinks it could beat. No, I don't know. <laughs> but I mean, what embodies hip hop more than that though? You know. Yeah. Thinking you can achieve the impossible and shit. Yeah, you know, you're right about that. Because, uh, you know, with Biz Markie passing lately, like, I've seen a lot of videos about people talking about how big of an influence he is. And it's more than just, okay, I could do bars. You know, it's all about entertaining the crowd. It's about telling the story. It's about mm-hmm. relating to the audience. It's about, you know, connecting. And uh, right. that's that's what it comes down to when it all, you know, he connected with you. And here you are, you know, making an album, an EP right now. Exactly, man. Exactly. It's a circle of life. No doubt about it, man. Let's talk about this EP. Man, it feels like a movie, dude. I mean, I, I love 70s flicks. It kind of has that vibe to it, like a score of like a like a car chase film or something like that. Talk about just the concept of this EP and working with Tab 95. I love that. That's, that's, that's dope that you say that. That wasn't the intention behind it, but I'm a, I'm a film guy too. You know what I mean? Okay. So like if that's, if that's what you got out of it, that's, yeah. that's super dope to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, I can see French uh, Connection them playing this in the car while they're underneath the uh, the subway or whatever, you know, banging out, mm, you know, pure gratitude or something. <laughs> mm, I like that. I like that. A lot of people have gone to the the people that have said that it sounds uh, cinematic. They go to the obvious one, which is a Tarantino. It's got a Tarantino. Oh, right, right. It. Yeah, I could definitely see that, too. You know what I mean? Got you. Got you. But not yet, man. Like creating with Tev, it's, it's always this isn't the first project I've done with, with Tev. Like we've done, we've done several projects and it was like, and we both kind of stopped doing music for a little while um, due to just life happening. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And yeah, man, it's, it's just like uh, when we decided to connect and, and start, you know, putting shit out again, it was like, it was like no time had, had lapsed. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, man, it's just like an organic process every time working with, with Tev and we never go in there with the intention of, making this type of song or that type of song we kind of just like let the shit go where like let the music just dictate you know where it goes and me personally like i i let the music dictate where the pen goes too and i don't i try not to question uh you know if th- is this is this song going in the wrong direction or or i just kind of just let it flow and i think that's kind of been the the mind state behind this whole mosfet thing like we're just trying to it, it's as organic as 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 it could be and and also as stripped down as it could be a lot of the beats don't even have drums my vocals don't have ad libs it's it's very minimalistic um and i think we we intended it we, we intended for it to be that way and that's some of that that raw hip hop that a lot of us have been missing in gravitating towards because when you get that just that gritty that grimy sound and that's what you get and that's why i reference the 70s movies because that's all grimy and gritty to me as well so there's there's a connection there and uh it, where's tev from is he from florida too yeah he's from miami he's he's uh well he grew up in miami he was born in in la okay but uh yeah he grew up out here in miami and we both uh lived for for a while in in new york like uh around the same time so uh we kind of put out a, a few projects out there and kind of got ingrained into the like the Brooklyn hip hop community. Um so yeah man we've been man me and Ted have been working for a long time bro. We've done a lot of projects, you know. Yeah, no doubt. And that's that's what's cool too because it's not just Florida that's influenced. You talk about New York, talk about LA, you know, so mm-hmm. it's it's all in there and it comes out in the music. 
And yeah, this EP is, you know, the, it's just straight fire, especially the, the tracks on here. I mentioned Pure Gratitude, and you've got a video for it and everything. Uh, that would just feel like some day in a life shit. You know, just like wake up, you know, get something to eat. You know, I mean, some of the stuff you say in there for sure, you know, some of us can relate to, some of us, you know, whatever. <laughs> Haven't seen that in a while, but, you know, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> talk about yeah. that record, man, and the, and the video, man. Is that, was that your apartment or your, 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 your home there? That is- that is yeah that's my apartment that's real man it's it's as real as it is right there i mean that's i think that's what's cool about it though because the record is is that's kind of what the record is about it's a humble kind of record and it's about being uh being you know appreciative of what you have and it doesn't necessarily have to be like the yachts and the fucking you know the houses and all the shit you see like in, in the typical rap songs and shit right it's like yo we could be appreciative of of the small shit that you know what i mean like i just hit you know, I just got some sneakers on the sneakers app. I get them on the sneakers app. I don't got the fucking plug. You know what I'm saying? Or, <laughs> right. or you feel me? It, yeah. You know, I just got the best head. It, it's like things like these these everyday things that sometimes you got to wake up and be like, man, you know, like shit ain't that bad. You know, yeah. I think that's what that song is about. It's like you you need those days sometimes, man, where you just like kind of look at it with a with the glass half full kind of mentality. You know? Yeah, and you know, obviously with everything that's been going on the last couple of years, that definitely is a good way to look at it. And, and like you said, it's real relatable because we all have a spot with the couch and we just chill on, you know. And <laughs> you know, you know, like you said, yeah. it, you could easily do some yeah. Scarface shit and go out on a yacht and you know have you know right. women and right. chains and stuff and you know some straight iced tea eighties type steez. But uh, that's yeah, that's more real, and I think that's what comes across. To me, as the viewer and the listener of it, so, you know, salute. That, that's a really cool video. And the song is, is dope as hell, of course. You know, Indiana you. Jones uh, reference in there. I heard you on that. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, no doubt. So, and another single on there, 2020 Vision. Uh, you know, a video for that one as well. Just another banger. The track is, is crazy. Kind of the opposite of pure gratitude, though, right? Yes. Oh, very much so. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's the, uh, the dichotomy of life. But no, that's 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 kind of what it is. It's, that was one of the first records that that I wrote, and it was, you know, it's like I felt like, you know, I haven't rapped in in such a long time, and this crazy shit has happened in the world that we've never seen before, you know. So I felt like it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, I got to at least address it on one song and then I could just move on from it or whatever. But that was that, that's the song where I just address everything that's been going on. You know? Yeah, you almost feel obligated to do something. I mean, it's kind of hard to just not even at least do a verse about something that's been happening. I mean, it's impossible to every day we're reminded of it. You know, you got the mask or whatever. So, it, right. yeah, it's constantly in your, you know, regardless of where you feel on it, it's always there and it's always over your head and you got to, you got to deal with it. So, yeah, you got to put it out, you know, you, you put it out a song like you did and the, the video's cool as well, of course. And uh, yeah, we've all been affected by it. It's yeah. like whether, no matter what your stance is on it, like you said, you know, we've all been affected by it. It's altered our lives one way or another. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's like, it's the elephant in the room, so to speak. So, the coughing to, like, elephant, address it. the elephant that won't right. stop coughing. <laughs> right. Like, dude, right. stop. Uh huh. <laughs> Fuck up my house. 
<laughs> Fuck off my couch, elephant. Word, Word man. <laughs> man, uh, being a movie head and uh, Back to the Future head, you know, Clock Tower, another one I got to mm. give you props on, another joint on the album. And it had a cinematic vibe, and it kind of felt like there was a, like, as each track goes on, you know, you kind of feel like there was building towards something. And Clock Tower kind of felt like it was like the, the crescendo of it. Mm. Clock, Tower, the, Clock Tower is the first song I recorded for the project. Oh, okay. And it was like, it's, it's I think, uh, in recording that song, I kind of had the realization that that I need I wanted this project to be as as honest in the writing as possible, and just kind of like if it's if that means that I that I have to be vulnerable on certain tracks because you know I, like as a ra- I came up like battle rapping, you know what I mean when I was young and shit like that. So it's like you know ninety percent of my my old content is me just flexing my ego, you know what I'm saying, and flexing skills right. and shit like that, which is cool. And and it's it's hip hop, you know what I mean. So I'm not mad at it, but uh, Clock Tower, like the honesty of it and the rawness of it and the vulnerability of it, kind of set the tone for the for the rest of the project. So the, I wouldn't have written a pure gratitude had I not gotten clock tower out of the way because i was again like like 2020 vision that was like a lot of pent up shit that i think i needed to to get out in in rap form you know what i mean um but it was more like on the personal kind of level um right so yeah i think that was that that was that song that kind of set the tone for the for the rest of the project even stretching to to parts two and part three it's kind of there's still there's some braggadocious stuff in there but for the most part this is this is what you're gonna get and talk about two and three. Uh, when are those coming out? If I already missed part two, is it come out? And I don't even know about it because I feel like an idiot if I'm talking about it. It's already out there. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. We're still pushing Got uh, you. one right now. Got you. Yeah, two, we're looking at like the end of, of August. Okay, it's coming then. Uh, uh, early September. Yeah, they're coming like the, the, the idea is to have them come back to back to back just a couple months uh, apart. So if you see two in, in August, September, you'll see uh you'll see three by October, November. So nice. definitely by the end of the year, all three will be out. And will they play like a trilogy? Is like two going to be like a continuation of one? Does it matter if someone heard them out of order? Is there any kind of sequencing with that? There's not a sequencing uh, as far as as like you got to hear one. You got to hear part one in order to understand part two. Gotcha. But um, they are all kind of being created as one big project, and so like sort of like the culmination of it. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's going to be a, a vinyl LP that we're going to release, uh, hopefully by, by, you know, Christmas season. Oh, perfect time. Uh, and, and that'll be and that'll be all three of them. You feel me? Yeah. Oh, so it'll be like a triple album or you know, since it's they're all EPs, right? Like six, seven songs each or so. So to be Exactly. Right. So it'll be like a regular size LP. Right. More, more or less. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Say so I gotta look for that vinyl in December, Christmas present. I'll try to get my wife to listen to the uh, podcast here so she has some ideas. She's always asking me, what, what do you want? Like, there, oh, you there you go. My man's going to have a, a vinyl <laughs> album out, so there you go. <laughs> I like how you think. I like that. Man, like of that. course. Plotting early. You got to plot it early. Dude, I mean, it, I like it's that. almost August. You know, That shit's right around the corner. You're going to start seeing Santa Claus like next week up in you know Walmart right, or right. something. So <laughs> I think it was going right yeah, past yeah, Halloween yeah. and Thanksgiving, the holidays I like because it's about eating bad food and go right to Christmas. 
It's all good. Facts. Facts. <laughs> yeah, those those months go by fast at my age, bro. Yeah, man. I'm over forty, so they're going way too there, fast. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Talk about the, the same boat. Yeah, man. Talk about the cover art of this one. It's a really cool uh, setup. Did you have any idea, you know, what you're gonna do when you had the cover uh, in mind, or? No, we kind of well. Uh, the homie Ian Cinco, shout out to Ian. Uh, he's a really dope artist out of out of Brooklyn. Uh, we kind of just like we we didn't really know what we wanted <laughs> for the cover art. You know what I mean? Because we were like so, I guess like entrenched in the in the making of the music and shit. And he's such a dope artist that we were just like, yo, man, just go crazy. You know, like just do a bunch of shit. And he just sent us like so many options and so much different, like just dope ass shit. Right. Um, but there was something about about that particular image with like the with the car head is what we're calling it, you know, um, <laughs> that really just just stuck out. Um, so, yeah, man, just a shout out to Ian Cinco. Also, shout out to uh, Jose Mertz, a really uh, another really dope artist. He's out of Miami and he just he, he just hooked up the cover art for the, the Element 115 single. And, you know, he's a, he's one of those guys that he's got art pieces all over the world, like super dope artists. Um, so shout out to those guys, man. The visual element is so important to these projects and that that's not something that should be uh, slept on. So I'm glad you, I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. And you know, I'd mentioned you before I'm a comic head. So, you know, of course I like the illustration aspect of it and it definitely felt like something from a, you know, like a comic book cover and uh, Word. yeah, no doubt about that. Yeah. And two and three, you still working on covers for those. Are those uh, kind of, be, are they going to be similar in, in vibe or different or? We're, we're, uh, that's actually the conversation we're having right now. Got you. Like if we're going to continue with the car head theme or if we're going to flip it or so, you know, we'll, we'll, uh, when we finish mixing, uh, part two, which is already in the, it's already in the, in the mixing mastering stages, I guess we're going to explore some options and see what the cover art is going to look like. Man, that's awesome. What's been the uh, reception to the EP? How, how's the, uh, the fans and people talking to you about it? Have you gotten a lot of feedback on certain tracks or? How's it been like with yeah, the reception? I, yeah. Unless people are lying to me. They, they, they <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just whack. Wait till you hear the podcast and I drop it. Man, it's dude. Right. Or, or the famous, the famous, uh, what do you call it? Yo, keep doing your thing, fam. Oh, keep doing your thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, keep, keep it up, bro. Keep it up. It's like, you know, no, but no, nah, man, it's been, it's been uh, positive. Uh, you know, it, it feels like, uh, especially pure gratitude, I think has gotten a lot of really dope feedback. Uh, so I guess a lot of a lot of people are getting good head out there because you know oh. it's, it's, I guess it's relatable. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, people listen. You'll hear that song later in the podcast. You, you'll know what he's talking about. Uh, <laughs> those Pentaton fans, yeah, keep going, keep striving. You got one more to go. Come on, <laughs> like that <laughs> shit, that, that motivational bullshit that they don't mean. You know, already yeah. post something on Instagram. They're like, oh, I'll check it out, and you know they never checked it out. They never listened. Oh, and, you know, so I, I feel you. Not on your levels. Yeah. I'm just doing podcast stuff, but with music, I'm sure it's the same thing. But don't uh, get no. me started. I, I have a podcast too. So oh, I, definitely I, I promote can, it, man. Yeah, Tell me about it. What do you What do you talk about on there? What's it uh, called? Human Sushi Podcast. It's kind of all over the place. That's why we call it uh, Human Sushi. It's just like it's just an assortment of <laughs> of shit. But it's me and my <laughs> own boy Renee. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we're we're like I think uh, we got over a hundred episodes. Uh, but, but we have taken a little hiatus in 2021 while, you know, uh, my boy Renee just had a kid. So shout out to him and I've been doing the music thing. So hopefully, uh, by the end of the year, human sushi will return, but you you can check it out at human sushi bar.com. And we got a bunch of dope episodes, a bunch of interviews with a, with a lot of Miami legends, a lot of Miami up and coming artists and people from all walks of life and shit. So check that out. Human sushi bar.com. 
Yeah, and you know, in pure gratitude, you talk about those hundred episodes and everything. So I'm at sure. uh, this one you're on. It'll be number eighty three. So I'm approaching it. It's taken me a bit, almost you know, a little over two years. But yeah, man, right, salute. Congratulations, that, that, man. That's yeah. no, that's no small feat, bro. Yeah, you should, be, you should be proud of that, man. That's, it, that's a lot. Yeah, it's it's hard work, as you know. You know, I have a a two year old, so that's what's kind of uh kind of kept me kept me going at the same time. You know, you know, got to work around that schedule and everything, but. Um, yeah. yeah, that's that's dope, man. A hundred episodes, and you know, you guys hopefully get back into it. And human sushi—that <laughs> sounds crazy. <laughs> that's a funny name, it's, man. It's as it's as crazy and funny as it sounds, man. I bet, man. I got to check it out for sure, man. You guys are on all platforms and everything too. Yeah, we're on all the the Spotify's and the, the Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. No doubt. And like, uh, we're on YouTube also. Oh, um, shit. There, there's a we. Not every episode was a video episode, but I think everything past forty. 42, 43, uh, we've got video for. So definitely check us out on, on YouTube too and do all the all the YouTube stuff, the like, the follows, the, all that shit. Subscribe. Everybody yeah. listening, you know, check them out on YouTube as well. And, uh, you know, like I said, I wanted to bring up comics with you. What are some of your favorite comic books? And are you watching the Disney Plus shows? And I just saw Black Widow a couple weeks ago. What's, uh, I know it's a lot I just threw at you. But uh, <laughs> where are you at in the, comic, in the comic world, comic scene stuff? Uh, man, are we going to not be friends if I tell you I'm a DC guy? No, no, it's cool. I mean, okay. I'll say this. Okay. I'll preference it with this. I grew up a Marvel kid, and then mm-hmm. for like the whole '90s, I didn't really bother comic books. I was in high school or whatever, and just it just mm-hmm. wasn't a thing. DC is what got me back. Like when Hal Jordan came back, I started buying Green Lantern Rebirth comics and stuff like that. So DC okay. brought me back into comics, and of course, Marvel. We already know about the movies. You know, they're killing the game with that. But yeah, no, DC is cool. I got no no beef with DC. Flash is my all time favorite DC character. Green Lantern. So. Nice. Salute. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, man. No, I'm no Marvel hater either. I love, I love, and I'm especially like a nineties Marvel guy. You know what I mean? I love gotcha. that all the, all the characters that were cool in the, in the nineties aren't necessarily the ones that are, that are cool now. You know what I mean? So right. I'm a little <laughs> lost on like the Iron Man and that, like those guys were, uh, you know, they, they weren't it in the nineties and the nineties no. like Wolverine, Daredevil, Punisher, you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, grittier. that's the Marvel that I kind of grew up with. Yeah. Yeah. X-Men. Yeah. The, I mean, Daredevil and Punisher two of my favorites of all time and it's because their books are Ever. just more for my maybe because i'm an adult and i'm not a kid but even as a kid i like daredevil i mean who who wouldn't like the frank miller Same. versions of daredevil so that, exactly 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 and that's and and the, like the frank miller and and alan moore and those those guys as a as a writer because like i'm also a writer of comic books i have a comic book uh, oh, Popova, sh- really which you can check out at popovaworld.com okay uh yeah, so like I, I always look at it from a writing standpoint. Cause I can't draw for shit, so I can't, <laughs> I can't relate to that part of it, you know. But the Frank Millers, the Alan Moores, like the the really the Denny O'Neills, great storytellers, those yeah, great storytellers, and I think that's why I gravitated to DC and specifically Batman. You know, I'm really more of a Batman guy than anything else. Yeah, um, it's because it always attracted the best writers, you know. Um, so I've always been like drawn to those to to those stories. I just like. And also just Batman's world. I, I like that it's realistic, you know, or at least uh, semi-realistic or whatever. But it's a little right. more grounded than than the guys with the superpowers and all that. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I would always get the comics that are all colorful and the cool drawings. I mean, I always loved George Perez and guys like that. But as I got older, you're right. The writing is what kept me going. And uh, I appreciate guys like Frank Miller and 
you know, Jeff Johns. I'm trying to think of some newer guys that, you know, that I would Jeff Johns is dope. Yeah. Bendis, you know, guys like that who are some of the yeah, legends yeah. now that are doing their thing and just, yeah, just so much. And, you know, I've been kind of sleeping the last couple of years on comics, but yeah, for the most part, the uh, guys and girls drawing and writing now are just on another level. And they're really taking storytelling up a notch to where it's just more than just, you know, alias, you know, su- you know, suits, put it on and fight some bad guys. It's really some other level. I mean, you can't even keep up with it because it's always, you know, covering different issues and things like that. So, yeah, salute. That's cool. You got a comic, too. Uh, who does the artwork for? Do you have different artists and such? Yeah. So we have uh, two two issues out and they kind of like the both of those issues kind of complete like a, a semi story arc. So if you, you know, if you read them back to back, it's kind it kind of tells you a, at least the beginning of what of what we imagine is a much larger story. But yeah, man, it's about like a, a group of it's a it's about a group of women that that were they were victims of of abuse who now have become like these assassins that are trying to like take down the patriarchy. So it, it, it asks you know, it, it asks, I, I think, a lot of questions about what it what it is really to be a, a feminist and, and how far are you willing to go to defend like certain ideals or and, and just things like that. But, gotcha. you know, at the at the surface of it, it's a cool action story. If that's all you want to get out of it, too. You know what I mean? But there's definitely some 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 deeper layers. Uh, in there we'll connect after this I'll, I'll send you both issues and shit so you oh can, man so you yeah definitely I, I can't wait to check them out and, and talk about, about them on here and uh, you know, I can't wait for the comic book conventions to start coming back so I could get back into some of the independent stuff that usually that's how I would find out about it. you walk past a table and someone's say hey check out my comic or something and you know being in the house yeah. all the time you just rarely get a chance to see a lot of the independent stuff so that that's awesome that that you have that and I'll definitely yeah I'll check those out for sure and, can't and wait. But back to your original to your original yeah. question issue one was was drawn by Yasmin Liang who's a really dope artist out of uh out of Hong Kong and uh Volume two was by Ari Ciarazad, who's also a really dope artist. They both have uh, credits on, on, you know, like like major published titles and stuff like that. They've done a lot of dope shit. Yasmin Liang uh, drew the Star Trek comics for a little while. Really, really, really dope artwork, man. It's like the Pope of a thing is it, actually uh, Teb95 is my co- is the co-creator on that. Like we oh, did nice. this project together, too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's one of the things I think I'm most most proud of the the original idea for it was to like we wrote it as a movie but obviously like you know it being an action film this this thing would have cost like 15 billion dollars <laughs> right. to make so we were like you know let's let's fucking let's make it into a comic book dude. a lot easier budget uh, to deal with than uh, yeah storyboard yeah. it that way as opposed to right <laughs> <laughs> right 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 and now if we ever make the movie we already got the storyboards you know oh, kind of perfect there it is perfect man and, and and of course you know we know this already a lot of these tv shows and movies they're all based on some sort of comic book you know i mean my favorite show walking dead is based on a comic book and i never read the comic before i watched the show so mm-hmm. a lot of these things you know, they they eventually get an audience and then either become a movie or a TV show or something like that. So who knows? You might be uh, five years from now, time you're like, hey, man, uh, Paramount just bought my, uh, my <laughs> comic books. They're going to turn it into a movie or something or Netflix. Listen, that's, put it that's the idea. There that's it the is. idea, man. That's always been the vision. See this thing on Netflix or HBO or something like that. And it's cool that you and Tav not just make music together, but make comics. So there's there's a lot of uh, collaboration there. And that's that's really cool, man, to see that comics scripts we got short films we have a documentary out on youtube i mean it's like man we, we've done a lot of a lot of work together and you guys do your own videos as well uh yeah for the most part we do yeah 
That's crazy, man. And where can people find not just the comic book and the podcast, so how can they find your album, your music, both of you got, you know, the EP, follow you on uh, social media and places like that? So uh, Shoddy ID4 on Instagram, the uh, Shoddy I-D-E-E and the number four. That's ID4 is the name of my group, my uh, my old rap group. Um, but yeah, follow me on there. We got we got. Uh, the music is up on all the major platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, everything. Um, you can also, if you if you want to support, you could go to the label, 95labs.bandcamp.com. Uh, and you can also buy any of our projects, uh, you know, our past projects. Tev's also got beat tapes on there, and you know, like just a fucking crazy catalog of shit. Um, so 95labs.bandcamp.com if you want to support the cause. Uh, what else? The comic book. Uh, you can find on Comixology, which is the major digital uh, comic book, uh, I guess, what do you call it? Streaming or whatever. That sounds right. Digital yeah, comics. Yeah, yeah. That's where you find <laughs> digital comics on Comixology. Uh, our documentary, The Last Taino, where we uh, go to Cuba, uh, go to Guantanamo, Cuba in search of the Taino Indians. Um, you can find that on YouTube. Just wow. uh, search The Last Taino. Yeah, man, we got we, we got a lot of work, man. We got a lot of work. I feel like there's no reason to ask you about future stuff. There's plenty of stuff that you've already done that's in the can already that we could be checking out. But we'll definitely be checking yeah, out the future stuff. But Mosfix well. 2 and 3. Mosfix 2 and 3 will definitely be coming out in 2021. So be on the lookout for that. Man, I'm looking forward to that. August, hopefully, and then the next one maybe for December for that Christmas gift. Man, big up, Shadi. Appreciate you coming on the Infinite Banter podcast. And everybody listening, check out the comic book, the podcast that he does, and, of course, the music that he's done and the, and the YouTube videos and, of course, the new stuff coming out. Man, appreciate you coming on here, dude. Thanks again for having me, man. Nothing but pure gratitude. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Perfect. Shotty's here on the Infinite Banter podcast. Definitely go check out his new EP with Tev95. Thanks again for coming on, dude. I appreciate it. My man, appreciate you, man. Cool, brother. Thanks Peace. to you, man. No doubt. Yeah, that was a lot of fun talking to Shotty, and it was really cool to know that he's a comic book head like myself, into movies and things like that. And as I said, his EP definitely feels like something straight out the 70s. It's like, a, like an old school kind of 70s action flick, kind of gritty and grimy, but definitely bring in those lyrics. So definitely go check out that EP. You heard one song earlier, Clock Tower. We're going to play another one off of the EP here. This is Pure Gratitude. There's a video for it as well. So definitely seek it out. Go check out Pure Gratitude, Shoddy and Tev95 off their EP, Moskvich Part 1 of 3. This is probably my favorite song on the album. Some of you guys can relate. Some of you probably are wondering, like, man, that's a pretty good day that he's having there. So here we go. Pure Gratitude from Shoddy and Tev95 here on the Infinite Banter Podcast. I just got the best head of my fucking life I just hit some new 11s on that sneakers app uh, I just read that Bitcoin went up in price And Sauce King just blessed me with a diesel pack uh, I just got the best head of my fucking life I just got my favorite rapper to do a feature And even if Miami life ain't nothing nice My cafecito got the perfect epomita Glass half full, that's that fool I'ma need an advance, you can sell me Cash app too, portfolio looking healthy My coin base popping, I cut out the red meat But I don't fuck with no soy based products My podcast hit a hundred episodes My brother Cap just had a baby And me, I got a little baddie in Haiti Marinating Miami lately feel like it's 2005 The scene been reinvigorated And you can feel it countywide Yeah my plug got the best tree from Brickle to Bentry. My Ben's lease, but I live in your head rent free. 
My grandma chilling like she's still in her prime Taught me to cherish every minute of this limited time that we're given My dog Charlie was half blind when I first brought him home And now we could probably spot a bone faster than Indiana Jones You gotta comb through the weeds so you can spot the rose And I'ma smell every flower while I still got a nose Cause I just got the best head of my fucking life, my fucking life. And I just hit some ones on that sneakers app I just heard Ethereum went up in price, up in price. And Sauce King just blessed me with that OG pack that OG yeah. I just got the best head of my fucking life, fucking life. I just got a couple stamps on my, visa. on my visa And even if Miami life ain't nothing nice, ain't nothing nice. My cafecito got the perfect death for me It's pure gratitude Pure gratitude. Yeah, it's pure gratitude. You gotta smell every flower that life's handed you. Uh, that's right, it's pure gratitude. What I'm feeling? Pure gratitude. What's that? It's pure gratitude. You can't change the world, but you can change your attitude. Gratitude. <laughs> yeah. Shotty. Tev. Mafia. Hey yo, check it out, one, two, one, two, this is Nomadic Poet Live from the Thoroughborough, Northwest London, representing 1520, you know what it is, we're cooling out with my man DJ Soundwave on the... Infinite Banter Show, what up, what up, Dramatic Excel in the building, DJ Soundwave, salute. What up, Big Bruh? Listen to the Big Bruh Podcast. What's good, people? This is your boy, Big Bruh. I'm the host of Live with Big Bruh, a podcast where I keep it raw, uncut, uncensored, and unfiltered, always keeping it 100 and giving you guys my opinion on topics that you need to go check out. Live with Big Bruh is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, or wherever else like to listen to your favorite podcast make sure you go subscribe rate and share it and while you're at it tell your friends to tell their friends to do the same thing you can find me on instagram facebook or twitter at live with big bruh and remember they can hold you but they can't stop you big bruh out yo what up y'all this is your friendly neighborhood fly guy cool kim aka ny all the ideal and i'm chilling with vanilla ice's number one fan dj soundwave on the infinite banner radio show yeah. <laughs> All right, so before I talk about this Indiana Jones Kingdom of the Crystal Skull movie, I keep wanting to call it Scroll. That's the comic book nerd in me. <laughs> I did make a little like kind of an intro to every time I do one of these where I watch or listen to something I've never heard before and that I anticipate to be bad and expect it to stay bad and not like it at all after I hear or watch it. So here's about a minute 30 of a little thing I made. It's just uh, some clips from past guests that have been on the show talking about things that are bad and uh, my guy Joshua Michael from The Walking Dead calling something complete garbage and a clip from me and Cool Kim where it's kind of the genesis of this where me and Cool Kim were talking about Vanilla Ice and he was teasing me that I probably liked Vanilla Ice's movie which I still have never seen called uh, Cool as Ice or whatever and uh, yeah there's a clip from Scorsese and Griff when they were on here talking about you know bad movies and stuff so I put all that together made a little quick little intro so enjoy that and then on the other side of this uh We'll talk about Indiana Jones and the uh, can barely walk around, but he can still somehow jump off of cliffs and three uh, waterfalls and everything else and not have a scratch on him. Oh, God. I can't believe I put myself through watching this. <laughs> You would think I didn't watch the movie. I remember the movie. No, of course you did. Of course. 
You know what I mean? So you can I mean, have you one. can't call something bad without actually paying attention to you. I do that pretty much all the time, so I disagree. I mean, you're, you're a terrible person. Yeah, it was, it was fucking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> there you go. But, <laughs> That's yeah, the way you sum it, was, it up. Yeah, complete garbage. Cool, Kim. You'd make me feel like the Grinch because I had all this hate in my heart for Vanilla Ice all these years. 30-something years, and now you're Yeah, to yeah I'm it. just warming you up to him, like, oh, Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, maybe one night. Let me go listen to Ice. Let me go watch the movie. So, what was that Vanilla Ice movie at? Uh, cool as Ice or something? You know ice. what it's called, because you, you went and seen it. You went and you seen it. You went and seen it. You know what it's called. You know what it's called. You know what it's called. I'm going to delete this. This whole thing's going to delete it. Not only do you know what it's called, you was there opening day, all right? Yeah, instead of the Star Wars poster, I really have cool as ice. Yeah, hell yeah. With the motorcycle and the whole shit, yo. Ah, so you've seen it too. Hell yeah. Twice. You got the Blu-ray and the special. Director's cut. Hell yeah, dude. And I'm trying to run into so I can get my, my copy autograph, you heard? Get out of here. Complete garbage. So I had mentioned it a few weeks ago that I was going to put myself through some torture. And basically what I mean by that is that there's a lot of albums, movies, things that I've never seen before that I should have seen because I'm interested in something that's similar or part of that that genre or part of that set or series. And for whatever reason, I just never bothered because I thought it was bad or not, you know, not something that I should watch because it might change my overview of something I like. For instance, I liked Macho Man, one of my favorite wrestlers, but I never wanted to hear him do a rap album. Well, I put myself through it. I heard the album. If you want to hear the thought of it, go back a few episodes the one I did with Benjamin Banneker. <laughs> Definitely, uh, it's not good, but I, if you want to hear me talk about it in length, go back and check out that episode. You know, I grew up on the Indiana Jones movies, uh, Temple of Doom. I know that's not regarded as the best one. Raiders of the Lost Ark is, but as a kid, I mean, I went to see that movie in the theater uh, with my dad. It was like a big deal. It's a fun, fun movie, and it holds up. I've watched it recently, and it's just as good as it always was as I remembered it. And I used to play the video game like crazy. I think back in the day when I used to play Super Mario Brothers, next to it was Temple of Doom, and Mario Brothers was always full. So while you're waiting to get your turn on Super Mario Brothers, you would play Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. So definitely, definitely a good game, definitely a good movie. So I've always liked the movies. I've always liked the franchise. I'm a big fan of Indiana Jones up until the recent one, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull which I never bothered watching. So I put myself through it. I said, you know what? I got the DVD set for Christmas. It's included in there. Like, maybe I'll just do it. I'll just watch this thing and, and get it over with. So I did it. And uh, yeah, it's it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's definitely the worst movie of the series. I don't know that it really enhanced me as a fan to have seen it. I probably could have continued to not ever seen it and been fine. I don't know that this has actually helped me become a bigger fan or a lesser fan. It's just a movie that was made. I could see what they're trying to do. They're trying to bring it back and, you know, it doesn't really work. Uh, I, I could do a lot worse for two hours. It's a full two hours too. So, I mean, definitely it was a commitment to watch this thing. The beginning is good. The, the action scene inside the warehouse and everything, you know, but then from there, once he, you know, he's at the, uh, I don't want to give too much away. Does anybody care? This thing's from like 12 years ago. Do you guys really care if you hear spoilers? You know, yes. Is it cool to see Harrison Ford put on the hat and have the whip? Yes. Uh, was it cool to see Karen Allen again? Yes. But beyond that, it it really falls flat. And it, it, it kind of feels like, uh, what's that new rock movie 
Jungle Safari. It's like this. It looks like the same damn thing. It's more about things happening, and it feels like a ride at Disney World than it feels like a movie. Way too heavy on the CGI in this. I mean, it's reliant to a fault. And uh, I said it before when I previewed that I was going to watch this. I don't like that actor. The kid's name is Shia LaBeouf or something. I call him Shit LaBeef. I've been calling him that for years. He's in the Transformer movies. He's in this. And he's, uh, Jesus, he's, he's Indy's son. It's revealed, you know, I don't know, halfway through. And it's like, that's, ugh, that's lame. So I don't know if they were making this kid eventually become Indiana Jones. And at the end of the movie, bravo to them, because they, they almost tricked me. At the end of the movie, he picks up Indiana Jones' hat, and you think he's going to put it on. I'm like, no, 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 come on. And then Indiana Jones grabs the hat and puts it on. You're like, okay. As if to say, like, not your turn yet. I'm st- I still got more to do. And they're apparently making another one. So, But I would have been just like, no, please don't. <laughs> I don't want to see this kid. He's terrible. I, I don't think he, I don't know what he's done since this movie came out. Maybe another Transformers movie. I have no idea. There's a uh, an old saying where, uh, you know, if a TV show has jumped a shark, it's in reference to the Happy Days episode where the Fonz literally jumps a shark on his bike. And the reason why I bring that up is because I feel like this franchise jumps the shark by putting this kid in there. He's dressed like the Fonz. He's a greaser. He's got his hair bags on a bike. He might as well have jumped over a shark because this movie is essentially what happened here. I did like Kate Blanchett. I think she's pretty good in it. You know, similar to how she was in Thor Ragnarok. She pulls it off really well, the villain character. So, you know, I definitely like her in it. And, uh, you know, you know, it's cool to see John Hurt, who's in it, who's recently passed. You know, I mean, there's a lot of cool things in the movie as far as like the actors and such. But man, the CGI is just way over the top. The the whole jungle chase or whatever with the ants and the everything and the, the kid swinging off of vines. And it just was so fake. I mean, it was just like a video game. I, I know that these are not our movies that are not realistic. It's not a documentary. I get it. But it takes me out of my element when I'm watching it, when it feels like everything is just CGI'd and just not realistic. Because the Indiana Jones movies in the past didn't rely on that. It was more about story and characters than it was about watching Pitfall in a CGI form on a movie. You know, it just, I don't know, just it just felt like it was way overdone, just too much with the ants. I mean, it's just, just ridiculous. You know, people will say, like, oh, it's a popcorn movie. And I was like, I, I hate that saying, too, because guess what? When I watched Fences, I ate popcorn. You know, when I watched Dallas Buyers Club, I ate popcorn. So what does that mean? That doesn't make sense. What it's supposed to mean is that you're supposed to watch it and not care about whether it's stupid or doesn't have any meaning. And this movie definitely falls into that category because I definitely didn't get anything out of it as far as storylines or whatever. The alien stuff was just ridiculous. I mean, definitely George Lucas's hands are on this 100%. It didn't even feel like Spielberg was even involved. I mean, when you watch it, it doesn't feel like a Spielberg movie at all. But like I said, there are some cool action scenes. Of course, it's cool to see Harrison Ford put on the hat. I mean, there's stuff like that that definitely gets you excited. Karen Allen's cool in it. But yeah, there's a lot of just like hokiness and some of the jokes fell flat. I don't know what this new one's going to be. I hope it's better than this. But yeah, as a whole, I mean, I definitely could have kept going without watching this thing. But I did it. I watched it. I watched a popcorn movie where you turn your mind off and just pay, you know, just watch it for what it is. You know, that stupid stuff people say to you, oh, just watch Fast and Furious because, you know, you don't have to pay attention. You just watch it. Like, no, nah, man, it doesn't do anything for me. It, 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 I feel empty watching it. It's boring. Action for the sake of action is not exciting, at least not for me. Maybe I'm just an old fart who just likes character build and dialogue. Anyway, I watched it. I'm glad I finally got through it. I'm never going to watch it again, but it's on my shelf. If for some reason I get the, uh, the urge to 
watch all of them in a row, there's an option there to see it. But I'm probably never going to watch this movie ever again. <laughs> but, uh, you know, salute to Harrison Ford for still trying to do these things at his age. I, I don't know how old he is now. He's got to be over 70, right? So we'll see what the next one is. Hopefully there's no shit LaBeef in it. Hopefully they've moved on from him. He's a, he's a horrible actor. Don't want to see him in another Indiana Jones movie. All right, that's the infinite torture that I've went through this time. Is it complete garbage? Yes, it is. It's complete garbage. <laughs> complete garbage. Peace, peace, peace. It's your boy Fillmore Green. You're now listening to the Infinite Banter podcast, the Infinite Banter show, whatever the fuck you call it. It's infinite. The names are infinite. Everything's infinite. Salute to the homie DJ Soundwave. We rocking. Peace. Time for you to leave, assholes. All right, that is Kirk Acevedo telling me it's time to go, and that is exactly what I'm going to do. But real quick before I get out of here, I did mention at the beginning that uh, anybody that's a baseball fan, the, the Major League Baseball trade deadline came and went, and depending on where your team is in the standings, you either traded away some players that you liked and got a bunch of guys you've never heard of that maybe two or three years from now will be good, or your team stocked up and is ready to make a big run in the playoffs and maybe win a championship. Well, my team, the Cubs, my favorite team, they've been good since 2015, and this year they were not. They, they had an 11-game losing streak, and they got to a point where they fell out of first place and have pretty much fallen out of contention. And many of their players are free agents at the end of the year, specifically the three guys that were part of the core of the 2016 World Championship team, Javier Baez, Anthony Rizzo, and Chris Bryant. And anybody who's not a Cup fan, they don't want to hear this. I, I get it. I don't really talk a lot of sports on here, but I got to get this one out. You know, they traded all three of those guys bunch of dudes I never heard of. We'll see if they're any good. And I kind of compared it to The Walking Dead. And what I was trying to say was, is that The Walking Dead kind of did the same thing. Became one of my favorite things. Damn near, you know, must watch TV. And it got to a point where it started to lose me as a, I mean, I'm still watching it. Just like I'll still watch the Cubs no matter what. But when they started getting rid of that core group, you know, Rick's gone. Michonne is gone. You know, obviously just characters they killed off and such, but I'm talking more like characters that these actors ended up leaving because they just couldn't be on the show for a decade and they have other things they want to do in other movies and such. It's kind of like the same thing. If you are a fan of a sports team, it doesn't matter what sport it is, what team it is, eventually when your team is good, those players will eventually retire or leave or not be as a as good as they once were and they'll they'll eventually move on and it's always heartbreaking especially if the team only wins like one time and you know they they don't meet expectations for a couple years and then things kind of fall flat eventually it always ends poorly and uh, this is an end of an era that the team that won broke the curse is pretty much done there's only like a handful of guys that even remain from that team still but yeah, it's brutal. I mean, anybody that's a fan out there, I, I, I feel you. I mean, you, you know what I'm going through. You know, I, The only time I've really seen this as a, as a fan is I'm a fan of the Bulls and the Bears, and the Bulls won six championships, and each of the three-peats were totally different teams. I mean, other than Jordan Pippen, there were no other players on either one of those three-peats. So you got to restock, rebuild, and try it again. You know, the 85 Bears were one of the best teams in history, but they didn't do jack shit after that. They haven't won a Super Bowl since. So this stuff happens. A team gets good. You end up loving these players. They win a championship, and then things move on. And so, again, that's why I compared it to The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead was a great show. It still is a good show, but it's not great anymore. And a lot of that has to do with actors moving on. You know, instead of Rick carrying the show, now it's Daryl. So instead of Chris Bryant being the star of the Cubs, now it's 
uh, I guess it's Wilson Contreras or Kyle Hendricks or whatever. You know, I'm not to say those guys are bad players. But this is what it is. Uh, it's been a rough uh, couple of days as a fan. So who knows? Maybe it'll bring these guys back in free agency. It's happened before when they got a Raul Chapman. Yankees ended up signing them back. So you never know. But yeah, it's rough, man. It's <laughs> it's been a tough day as a Cub fan. So it was rough. That was that that was not fun to watch. Yikes. Uh, go Cubs. All right, that's it for the Infinite Banter podcast. Um, I don't have an, I don't want to say anything more about it because I'm gonna get depressed. That was just not. That was a brutal day. Just checking my phone all day, checking Twitter, seeing who got traded or what, hoping nobody got traded, and pretty much everybody that was supposed to get traded got traded, and then some. Yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. All right. That's the Infinite Banter Podcast. Shout out to my man, Shoddy. Thanks for coming on the show. Definitely check out his new EP with Tev95. Moskvich, one of three. Two more parts of the EPs will be coming out soon. So check for that. You heard two songs in a podcast already. Let's play one more for you before we get out of here. This is Kendall Drive from the EP. Thanks again for checking out the Infinite Banter Podcast. Listen on all digital platforms, all streaming platforms. Find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Infinite Banter Podcast. Rate and review the show, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts. Go on YouTube, type in Infinite Banter, watch clips from past guests and such. And that's it. I'm out of here until I watch another bad movie or another horrible TV show. Or <laughs> I think I'm going to watch Bloodsport. I think that's going to be the next one I put myself through. I've never, ever seen a John Claude Van Damme. Is that the dude's name? I've never seen any of his movies. A fellow podcast friend posted it about Bloodsport. You know, like I was like, yeah, I never seen that before. He's like, man, you should watch it. I'm curious what you think. So I think that's going to be the next one. I just got to find a way to watch it. So, all right, that's it for the Infinite Banter podcast. Big up to my man, Shoddy. Let's leave you one of his songs from his EP with Tev95. This is Kendall Drive on the Infinite Banter podcast. And until I do another one of these, I'm out. Hey, asshole, get off the road. That large green area of South Dade in the center of your screen is the booming new Kendall area. Crazy Hood had that shop on Bird And Roly Roe had the rap van I was just a rap fan Half a gram of Afghan Riding out the fat land To try to get on the open mic And be a celebrity overnight I never been on stage before But fuck it Roll the dice and hope DJ Snow White likes What I perform tonight Shit, that'll make my whole night Right when y'all was bowling at Don Carter's on Kendall Drive We was crashing rental rides like we had Nintendo lives Before the Grove was gentrified I was driving a Nissan Sentra Dominican flag hanging from the rearview mirror And that wasn't meant to rhyme But who am I to censor myself when I... Ah, fuck it, let me end this rhyme Nah, that shit was trash, bro Nah, I wouldn't fuck with that Keep this one up When Pitbull was rapping like DMX it wasn't skateboarding or BMX, it was IMP or TNS. And I'm trying to stretch a dime of Reggie in this white owl. A pint of Henny for the night out. Club space with the lights down, sucking face with a white gal. And trying to bring her back to the hammocks. Or maybe I could finger fuck her as Santa's enchanted. Yo, my homeboy had a girl put her number on a fucking potato he stole from the French fry stand. True story. When we was at the midi making new shit, it was like gladiator school. You couldn't make excuses. Profiles yelling, but soon as we get in the booth, it's like we changed the mutants. Shared a battlefield and forged a brotherhood, way past the music. But then I did some flaw shit when you was not around. So if we don't see eye to eye, I hope we still got common ground. Yeah. My bad, homie. Can you unblock me now? Being on the infinite banner with my man Mark has been a pleasure.